Why is this awkward? <laughs> no one can see my face. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey guys. Oh my god, this is okay. Why am I getting okay? You got this. I got this. Okay. Hey guys, this is Allison, and this is the first episode of Real World Reading. Kind of a tongue twister, sorry about that. But um, yeah, so this is my podcast. I'm here with Noelle. Hi. So Real World Reading was kind of created just for honestly me to geek out over books that I've read because I don't have anyone to talk to about them. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. But in other words, um, it's kind of just a way for us to talk about real-world situations or problems that we see reflected in books that we read um, and that need to be talked about. So in today's episode, we'll be talking about Red, White, and Royal Blue. And just for some context, it is set in the current time period, and it is a romance book, and it's between the first son of the United States and the Prince of England. And that's like hallmark in itself <laughs> i mean you can't get more hallmark than that and it is like cheesy but it is the cutest book that i've ever read so cute. <laughs> talented brilliant incredible amazing show-stopping spectacular never the same totally unique completely not ever been done before um give it a solid four out of five stars and the podcast won't contain any spoilers just for anyone wondering because i definitely recommend reading it um We'll say it's a little explicit, so be mature. Um, I'm not going to give you an age range because everyone's different, but definitely go into it knowing that it does get a little explicit. Um, so if y'all want to read it, it's Red, White, and Royal Blue by Casey McKeeston McKeeston. or McQuiston. McQuiston. (laughs) We couldn't figure it out, so sorry if that's mispronounced. It's M-C-Q-U-I-S-T-O-N. So yeah. Overall, great book. Highly recommend. And we can just get into the real world situations. So the first thing that obviously we could talk about is like LGBTQ representation. Mm -hmm. It does a really good job of that. It really does. I is so much. I really enjoyed reading it because I hear a lot of people when they're talking about books. I think sometimes authors tend to either like fetishize or um, very much stereotype gay relationships in books. It's like a really big problem. Yeah, because sometimes you get people that like aren't necessarily a part of the community or don't do their research into Mm -hmm. it. They don't see it firsthand or they don't experience it firsthand and they try to write about it. And there's just, they don't have the like, what's the word? They just aren't like, it's not their lives. Exactly. They don't understand it. And so then you have a lot of problems reading it and writing it and there's just can be a lot of problems with stereotypes and not good representation, but I loved this book. I think one of the main things about the LGBTQ community that I loved in this book was that it showed different paths of people mm-hmm. figuring out their sexuality. Yeah, that was really nice. Like, it wasn't just the main characters. Exactly. It was, like, different people, and they're different, like, where they are. Mm-hmm. And, like, because everyone's at, like, a different stage in their lives in that regard, and everyone, like just like takes different paths and it did a really good job of like showing exactly that. I think because like even though it's from the perspective more of like Alex and we mm-hmm. see a lot of his thoughts and his side of the relationship we can totally see you know how his family reacts how he feels about coming out and we also see 
like an entirely different story between Alex coming out and Henry coming mm-hmm. out because Henry knew like from a very young age he was like yes it's- men it is men all the way for me and as a prince he would like have to cover it up but like he knew he was confident mm-hmm. in the fact that he was very much gay whereas Alex like has this huge epiphany in the book and Obviously, he's, like, noticed that he likes guys or, like, he wouldn't Mm -hmm. mind doing stuff, but he never thought that he was anything but straight. Mm -hmm. Which is so interesting. It really is. There's different, like, context in the book, but it's, like, there's so many signs that he wasn't straight throughout his life, and he didn't realize (laughs) until he was so much older. He didn't, and it's so funny, but I think that that happens a lot. I think Mm -hmm. either people are raised certain ways or they view things certain ways and so they push things in the back of their mind or they overlook certain signs Mm -hmm. um but I loved how she developed his character and showed someone going through like coming out or Mm -hmm. identifying yourself like what am I what is this what am I feeling and she did great representation or great job representing someone going through that so I love that I do too it was um, just so well written too. it really was and just like you're really in his head and seeing his thoughts yes. he's like wait a minute <laughs> yes am I? and I love the fact that it's a young author and mm-hmm. I feel like her humor which is very relatable to our generation like I was laughing I loved it there was you know um some what do you call it um crap there was some References, sorry. There were oh, some references yes. to, like, Harry Potter oh, or, yeah. like, real-world things that we see all the time. And it just made it a lot more relatable mm-hmm. and personable to read. So I absolutely love that side of the it book. It was so good. It really was. Um, so besides the LGBT, LGBTQ plus representation in the book, I think another big thing is social media and the news effect on people. Mm-hmm. Because... Obviously, this is fiction, but I think it does a good job of showing how manipulative the news can be and media can be for people on both sides. Like, for me, I struggle a lot, whether it's researching for paper or researching for my own personal beliefs. And, like, last year we just had the election, and I could Mm -hmm. vote for the first time. And I was like, holy crap, what is going on? What is going on? Because... One source would say one thing, one source would say another mm-hmm. thing. And it can really sway your opinion. You don't really know what the truth is. Exactly. And even if, you know, a source says that it's reputable, it can always be biased. Yes, because you, you never know who the writer exactly. is. Like, you can kind of have a general idea, but you don't you don't know them. Exactly. And it's like you never know where your information is actually coming from. Mm-hmm. And it's terrifying and it's daunting because where else are we supposed to get the yeah. information? But at the same time, like, it's just... It can be so vague, and you never know what's truthful and what's not. So it takes a lot of effort to diligently look at a newspaper or a media or social media. It. Yeah, and yeah. you you have to take a step back and think, is this true? You know, what are the other sides of the, you know, argument, like play devil's advocate? And I think the book does a good job of representing It really that. does, especially from the perspective of, like, who they are, because it is the president's son. Exactly. And the, like prince of england yeah yeah like it does such a good job of like not only that like seeing that from their age but also from who they are as people like they're in such a high place of power and their lives are being talked about Mm -hmm. all the time like i can't like coming out is daunting enough or anything having to do with your life Mm -hmm. and your personal beliefs or what you do with your time it's daunting to be judged, but mm. to be judged on such a large scale, yes. I can't, like, I would never want to live that lifestyle. It would be scary. It really, and pictures and words can be taken so far out of context, because mm-hmm. 
if I say, you know, a certain sentence and you just take one word out of that sentence, obviously they it don't know change. the context yes, of it. it could change the whole meaning of what you're saying. Exactly. And people can, like, slander you and just all sorts of stuff. Exactly. So I think the book does a good job of showing readers what it's like to be on the other side of social media. Mm-hmm. And just in general, they do talk about politics in the book. They talk about um, how manipulative the – when you divide up – a state into its different sections and who mm-hmm. can vote where. Oh, yeah, the gerrymandering. Gerrymandering, yeah. yeah. And, you know, I learned that in, like, ninth grade, and then I see it in the book, and I'm like, hey, I remember you. I know that. Well, I'll tell you what, Sherlock Holmes, you are unbelievable. Exactly. So uh, she also touches on, like, legitimate political problems, mm-hmm. and while it's not a crazy political book, which I do like, I didn't read the book for the mm-hmm. politics by any means, it does mm-hmm. touch on, like, true problems that we but see it, in politics. Which is nice to see, because I feel like a lot of books will, like, shy away from that exactly because they don't want to distract from the plot, but I feel like it adds to the plot. Exactly, and we see, you know, Alex's point of view being an 18-year-old, mm-hmm. but being so high up in, you know, politics and his, you know, two cents in the whole situation. But yeah, so going back to social media, I just think the book does a great job of casting light on that issue and mm-hmm. that things can be taken out of context. Things aren't always true when we see in the media. Things can always have a deeper meaning. Um, and you never know, like, someone's intentions. You never know what the true meaning behind something is. And you just have to accept that. And so I think it's super important, no matter what you're doing, when you research or see something on the news, to take a step back mm-hmm. and think, like, wait, where is this coming from? Who's saying what? What was happening when things were said exactly. or pictures were taken? So I really liked that part of the book yeah, as well. Yeah, it did a really – it just did an excellent yeah. job. Um, I think the last thing that I liked was mental illness. And mm-hmm. it didn't cast, like, an insane amount of light on it. But it did – I think it was even better that it didn't outright say or talk about it. They mm-hmm. just kind of, or the author kind of wove it into Alex's person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And touched on the fact that he had really bad anxiety mm-hmm. and he would get super anxious over things and he couldn't think straight. He couldn't focus sometimes. And he didn't even realize. Exactly. And so I think it does a good job of having that undertone. Yeah, exactly. And because I think it's a real world thing. I don't know about everyone, but I don't know a single person in my life that hasn't struggled with mental illness at some point or some form of it. Like, Mm -hmm. even if it's low grade or um, very much manageable, I know, I everyone everyone I know struggles with with it. it. So I think the book does a really good job of like saying, hey, yeah, it's normal, completely normal for someone to struggle Mm -hmm. with anxiety and we don't have to talk about it. Like, that's just a thing that people struggle (laughs) with. Um, Because I know I definitely do. I I do too. Like, I feel like almost everyone does, or at least at some point in their life. Exactly. Um, Especially, I feel like as the generations progress, it gets worse and worse. (laughs) Because I look back and, like, I hear my parents talk about their days in high school. Mm. And I'm, I just... It seems so much better. But and you I'm, also have to think about, like, the context they're thinking about it in. It's, like, a nostalgia for them. So that's maybe true. So maybe they're also glossing over the stuff that they dealt that's with. That's true. Because I think back on some of my school years, and I'm like, they were great. And then <laughs> me in that time period would probably say something different. So I, yeah, that's true. That's true. But, yeah. So those are all the big real-world problems mm-hmm. that I could really think – or not problems, just issues that I really liked to see reflected in the red, white, and royal blue – book just so many tongue twisters in this podcast (laughs) real world reading and red white and royal blue and oh my gosh but 
I would absolutely recommend this book it's to so anyone good. if you want because it's a single book it's not a um, it's not anything. a series or anything and it's relatively short easy to read um it's not you don't need a big brain to read it or you yeah. don't need a ton of focus to read it and it's so interesting like it's constantly has something going like exactly. you never feel bored while you're reading and it. I loved just how like truesome it is and how relatable it is because it's teenage guys and they're best friends and their family and there's obviously parts where I laugh and there's parts where I just like can't stop smiling (laughs) because of how cute it is (laughs) and obviously there is like some tension and downhill we Mm -hmm. learned plots in English we can't you can't have a good book without a little downhill and a resolution but it is a good ending Mm -hmm. highly recommend if you want something just happy ending good for the soul just, just a like a nice, read. easy read. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, I would definitely recommend. Um, I think that wraps up the podcast yeah. for today. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Again, I'm Allison. I'm Noelle. And this was Real World Reading. We'll see you next time. Bye.